0: You're listening to AIB Market Talk, bringing you financial market insights from AIB's experts. Hello and welcome to our AIB market update on Wednesday, the 15th of March, 2023. I'm Jane Kavner from our corporate treasury desk and making his debut on our podcast this week. I'm delighted to be joined by our economist, Dan Noonan. Dan will be discussing central banks, the fallout from the closure of Silicon Valley Bank, and the impact of that on the markets. He'll also answer some listeners' questions. And just to put him on the spot in his first time out, we might wrap things up with some quick fire questions. Right, Dan, off to the US first, and as volatility goes, the last few days has been right up there. And not just in the form of the non-farm payrolls, we have also had uh, Fed Chair Powell speaking, as well as the fallout from the closure of Silicon Valley Bank. Take us through the last few days.
1: Yeah, good evening, Jane. I think, you know, it's probably easier to start with the data. So if you look at the payrolls first, uh, jobs growth was stronger than expected once again in February. Uh, payrolls rose by 311,000 versus a forecast of 205,000. Uh, but overall, the report was rather mixed. Uh, the unemployment rate edged up to 3.6% from 3.4%. Participation rate also improved. Uh, and average earnings growth slowed slightly, uh, with wages rising by 0.2% in the month. That's down from 0.3% in February and 0.4% in uh, Q4. So overall, a mixed labour market report there. Uh, but as you're right to point out, you know by the time the labour market report actually came around. Events were spiraling in the US at that stage uh, with major concerns around the banking system, stemming from concerns really around Silicon Valley Bank. The main fallout, I suppose, from our point of view, on markets from uh, Silicon Valley Bank has been a rapid repricing lower in terms of market interest rates. So on Wednesday, just last week, geez, it seems like a world way now, but at that stage in the US, uh, rates were set to peak at around 5.63%. So the market was expecting a further 100 basis points worth of rate hikes from the Fed, Between now and the end of the year at that stage. Uh, However, since the fallout of Silicon Valley Bank and that rapid repricing that I just mentioned, the market is now not fully sure if the Fed will hike rates at all uh, again this year. Uh, There's about 20 to 25 basis points priced in either in March or May, uh, and also rate cuts are seen as being on the agenda for the second half of this year in the US. So, really, a lot of volatility on markets uh, stemming from the fallout from Silicon Valley Bank the rapid repricing in terms of interest rates
0: where does that place the terminal right now then Dan? Where, where are we looking at
1: so you're looking at a terminal rate now in the u.s uh, of being between uh, 4.75 to 5 percent at the most so rates are currently between four and a half 4.75 really there's only one more rate hike at the very most priced in in the u.s uh, and that's compared to 100 basis points which were priced in just last wednesday so quite a rapid repricing there and the other thing to point out is that there are no rate cuts seen as being on the agenda before your end in the US, with about 30 to 40 basis points uh, taken out the end of the curve. Uh, when, in, if we looked at just last week, there was no rate cuts priced in until 2024.
0: It's no wonder the markets have been so volatile. Um, and then I suppose moving over to a bit closer to home, um, ahead of that, of course, with the ECB up on Thursday, where having hiked rates by 3% since July, they look set to deliver another 50 basis points. It's the press conference after, which will be of interest, though, will it?
1: Uh, You're correct. I think last time around, you know, the ECB was very clear. It stated its intention to hike rates again by 50 basis points this time around. Uh, Now, given developments that we've seen in the US over the last number of days, and given concerns of contagion risk uh, coming from the US, the market is less sure that the ECB will go ahead with that full 50 basis point increase. Uh, Pricing is, you know, there's currently about a 40% chance that they may opt for a smaller 25 basis point rate hike. Looking at it though, I think there is a path forward for the ECB to hike by 50 basis points again this time around, signal that they maintain a bias to hike rates further given the current level of inflation in the Eurozone, Uh, albeit note that they're highly attentive to the situation in the US at the moment and concerns of contagion risk uh, spreading from that. Uh, You know, we have seen bank shares throughout the Eurozone uh, fall quite rapidly uh, on the back of the fallout in the US and financial conditions have tightened significantly, Uh, but overall so far, and uh, the European Commission have put out statements saying that banks remain well capitalized in the eurozone, that they're monitoring the situation. Uh, but there is no, I suppose, direct impact that should be felt in the, the eurozone because of that.
0: And Dan, then I suppose, so 50 basis points is what we're looking at. Likely then, uh, this Thursday, there was talk even at one stage that that might be 75 basis points in the market. Was there a bit of speculation that they might go 75
1: so the market was more pricing in a higher terminal rate from the ecb uh you know given the ecb's clear intention or statement last time around that their clear intention was for 50 basis points the market had that baked in uh, but they did have a higher terminal rate uh, at one point you know the ecb was seen as hiking the deposit rate up to four percent uh currently that's now seen up being just 3.25 percent. so like in the us there you know a uh, rapid repricing of the curve lower, uh, with the lower terminal rate now expected in the Eurozone uh, than just last week.
0: So 50 basis points on this Thursday, and then what are we looking at next up then in the ECB?
1: You're likely looking to a shift then to a smaller 25 basis point rate hikes after that. Okay. But there does seem to be some disagreement on the Governing Council on that.
0: And they did mention they'd be data-driven, didn't they, after Correct. this hike they'd be looking to that, so...
1: Really, the inflation data would be the main driver there. And if we look at where inflation is at at the moment in the Eurozone... You know, the last couple of readings, that core rate has still been accelerating, uh, reached 5.6% in uh, February. That's a new all-time record high.
0: Thanks, I suppose we better not leave the Bank of England out then, of course, because they too uh, are coming up next week. Um, 25 basis points, are we still there?
1: That seems the most likely path. Uh, If we look at the last couple of Bank of England meetings, you know, the MPC has been split. Uh, The last two meetings, we've had two members vote for no change at all uh, in bank rate seven members voting for uh, the rate hikes uh, last time around the bank of england you know stated that it does maintain uh, a hawkish bias that it will look to raise rates further if required uh, and on the back of that the market's expecting 25 basis points uh, next week uh, but from there you know that could be the last in terms of rate mm-hmm. hikes from the bank of england i think at the very most you might get one more 25 basis point rate hike after that uh, but i wouldn't be surprised to see uh, the bank of england signal that it's done after the rate hike next week
0: OK, we watched that space then in that case. And then on the currencies, Dan, in looking at euro dollar first, then that hit it over about 105.25 1, last week before events took over. Um, and since then, obviously, the euro has regained some ground uh, up around the levels of 107 or thereabouts. What's your outlook there for euro dollar?
1: Yeah, I think trading conditions on currency markets overall, probably best described as being choppy. You know, they've stayed within well defined ranges. Euro dollar, say, between 105 to 108 over the last month, cable between 118 to 122, uh, but a lot of volatility within those trading bands. Uh, As we look ahead, you know, I think dollar weakness is likely to be a theme throughout this year, uh, albeit slightly, you know, very gradual moves. Uh, So, out to the end of the quarter, you may see, you know, Euro dollar continue to circle in around that 107 mark. But as we move through the second half of this year, I wouldn't be surprised to see your dollar break above one ten, uh, maybe test up as high as one fourteen.
0: And can I ask you then, Dan, what will drive that move up towards those levels? Because it seems to be having difficulty breaking through that one oh seven, one oh eight that we've seen, you know, through, through this year. It seems to be finding a lot of resistance around those levels. What's going to take it into that next space?
1: So if you look at the guidance for, uh, I suppose, what the market is expecting in terms of interest rate hikes, you know, that's been a key driver of the currency pairs mm. for the last number of years. Uh, the market's expecting, as I mentioned, just at most one more twenty-five basis point rate hike from the Fed. It's expecting more from the ECB between now and mid-year. So that will be the driver there uh, in terms of driving your dollar higher. Uh, but as I said, you know, the move is likely to be gradual and slow paced, maybe getting up to around 110 by mid year, and maybe at end year getting to a high of about 114.
0: Okay. And then t- turning our attention to sterling, euro sterling and cable.
1: Yeah, Euro Sterling's been very range bound, kind of between mm-hmm. eighty-seven to eighty-nine P over the last month uh where you know i wouldn't see a major break really out of that trading range going forward you may see euro sterling get up uh towards that 90p mark uh, in the second half of the year uh but you no, know, not much higher than that that 90p resistance uh, is quite strong for the euro mm-hmm. so it could be hard to break down quite concrete and then cable cable narrow enough trading range over the last month 118 to 122 uh as elsewhere you know gradual move higher perhaps uh, in sterling uh, against the dollar there uh, throughout the second half of the year
0: fantastic dan we received some questions from our listeners this time around now most of them we've actually covered already but one of our customers had asked for a view on euro yen Now, i was looking at it myself earlier we're kind of at the higher end of the trading range for the year so far what's your outlook there
1: yeah so trade range in euro yen it's kind of been between 138 to 145 as you mentioned the higher end of that range most recently uh, the key reason for that is that the new incoming governor of the bank of japan uh kazuya yuida has made some double soundings you know he's stated that any reversal of policy from the bank of japan uh any exit from its ultra accommodative monetary policy stance will likely be slow and gradual and if the bank of japan does continue with its very loose monetary policy stance you know the end could struggle throughout the second half of the year as we look ahead you know i think euro yen may struggle to get back below that 140 mark particularly if the bank of japan uh, continues with its ultra loose monetary policy stance so you could see range trading taking hold there once again now more recently uh, on the back of developments at silicon valley bank the yen has benefited from some safe haven demand but you know it's only got back down to around 142 143 hasn't really gone mm-hmm. much below there so i think you know your yen probably range bound for the remainder uh unless the bank of japan starts to exit its very loose monetary policy stance And if it does so, it may get back below that 140 level.
0: Great. Thank you very much. Dan, I'm going to turn the spotlight on you now. Answers limited to one word. And I will caveat we won't hold you to them. This is based on the data to hand as it stands with a couple of rapid fire questions for you. Euro dollar, higher or lower on the 31st of March?
1: Can I go it unchanged given we're at the 107?
0: Ever the economist, (laughs) ever the economist. Cable, higher or lower at the year end? Higher. ECB deposit rate come the 30th of June?
1: Uh, In and around 3.5%.
0: Euro sterling on a range of 1 to 10, 10 being most likely. How likely is it that the pair will breach 90p this year?
1: 7, but it may be brief.
0: Okay. And lastly, and possibly the most important question today, Dan, will Ireland do the Grand Slam at home on Saturday?
1: Yes, the one I'm most sure about.
0: Excellent. Dan, many thanks for your time and valuable insights, especially on this, your debut on the podcast. And a big thanks indeed to our customers, colleagues and listeners for joining us on our podcast. As always, to stay up to date with latest market developments, please subscribe to AIB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. And have a very happy Patrick's Day. Talk to you again next time. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Banks PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. AIB NI is a trademark used under license by AIB Group UK PLC authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB savings direct are trademarks used under license by AIB Group UK plc. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.